that's how they want the government to be. Like Burger King. <laughs> Flame broiled. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you the last time I ate a Burger King. Yeah, me either. I, I don't also know. can't tell you the last time I liked a Democrat. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Declamation of Independence podcast. My name is Logan. And I'm Austin, and we are back after two months. <laughs> uh, it's, we we had some difficulties with the last one, which we did like a couple weeks ago. And, of course, the same audio problems. We seem to always, after about 30 minutes of recording, um, we start talking over each other, and that's never fun to listen to, so it's not worth posting. Yes, unless, yeah. Most most people don't like that. It's like the auctioneers that you hear, you know, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40, 40. And after the, like, the 30, 35-minute mark, it starts making it to where, like you said, we talk over each other. So moving forward, our podcasts are actually going to have some sort of format to it. Now, I know what you're thinking. This podcast has a format, and yes, it does, or it will. And that is we're, we're going to keep our podcast to around 30 to 35 minutes in hopes that that saves our audio because the amount of times that we've recorded and haven't got to put it out <laughs> is, is starting to get up there with almost equally the amount that we have put out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, that's going to be the new structure of it. Today is day one. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email us at the email address that I'll give you at the end, but I'll also do it now at the Declamation of Independence um, at gmail.com email. But Austin, before we get into uh, what we wanted to talk about today, which is probably a two-parter of, you know, the the Republican uh, National Convention and Democratic National Convention. Uh, before we get into that, let's, let's start off with something that we can joke about, have lighthearted things before we piss people off. Um, do you have any do you have any vacations planned for the rest of the year? I know that you're still planning on coming up around Christmas time, but um, do you have any vacations that you and Sydney are going to be doing between now and then? Any fun things? Uh, yeah, I don't even remember if my, my Tampa trip got brought up because we never ever have podcasts that make it past uh, 30 minutes, <laughs> kind of like Joe Biden. We don't make it past 30 minutes, but <laughs> anyways, I'm, uh, I'm Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> what? Uh, but we are going to go to Pensacola for about two or three days. Actually, we're leaving Friday. We're driving over there um, for Labor Day. Very cool. Do you have anything planned there? Not really. Just like I said, like I don't even know if this made it on the last <laughs> podcast, but I bought that car off of Carvana, remember? That Cadillac. Um so yeah, I can't remember if it was if it ever got posted about that. I feel like it did. But either way, um the whole idea was to get rid of our car that we paid off and give it to Sydney's mom. And that's what we're doing. That's pretty much the game plan. We'll be literally there for like two days and then head back. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I, did Did you hear about at the Democratic National Convention the the thing that I had mentioned that I'm Joe Biden's husband? No. He came out, so his wife was talking, <laughs> <laughs> and then he came out, and he goes, "And I'm Joe Biden's husband." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're so stupid. 
the most commonsensical of things. It's just a struggle for that man. And boy, the Democratic Party didn't do him any favors with him being their nominee. I, I mean, they just they needed somebody who wasn't <laughs> going to mess things up. And mm-hmm. I, I think they chose wrong but between both him and the vice president choice. But oh my gosh, yeah. um, before we get into that, Crystal and I actually have vacation planned for the end of, well, I guess it's now it's this month, the end of September. Um, we're going to be going to the place that we went uh, on our honeymoon, which is called Hocking Hills. It's a place in Ohio where you can get a cabin out in the middle of nowhere and they have, it's the Buckeye Trail. So I forget how many miles, but something like 20 some miles of hiking trails and there's waterfalls and all sorts of cool things that you can see. Um, And so we're going to go on that. We're going to try and bring our dog scout who is a little bit over a year old who is rough around the edges when it comes to walks. He, when we walk around our block, he'll like, when he gets tired, he'll stop laying the grass and then flip over for a belly rub. And then you have to like carry him. So we've been trying to walk him like every day. When Crystal gets home, we, we go on a group walk and keep them together. But uh, that's the plan. We're going to go for a couple of days, get a cabin out in the middle of nowhere go hiking with him. Hopefully he'll enjoy it. I got my hiking backpack and um, all my hiking gear that I want. So I'm excited for that. I'm pumped. That's going to be the first vacation I've had since I don't know when, maybe, maybe even last hunting season. That might've been the last time I took time off, honestly, around the holidays. But um, yeah, so we both got some things coming up. The reason why we bring this up is because our next podcast is scheduled to air in October of this year. So don't miss it. <laughs> Be sure to, to check in. Um, let, let's, let's address the, and I mean this by all accounts, the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> both the Republican and Democratic National Convention. Which one should we focus on one today and then in the next podcast discuss the other one? Or do you want to just free ball and do a little bit of both? Um, I would say just a little, I think we're going to naturally talk about both, even when we talk about one, um, and then, but we won't be able to cover everything and all the people that talked and you, you we just won't be able minutes. yeah, and exactly, because <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do it the next time and hopefully we can get it out quicker if everything mm-hmm. goes well. Um, but yeah, I would say, did you, how much, did you even watch the Democratic Convention? I didn't. I still haven't seen all of the speakers, but I watched a number of it. I've, I've watched most of it. Um, I watched Joe Biden's mere thirty-minute speech um, mm-hmm. compared to Trump's seventy minutes. Which, by by the way, if it does take us two episodes to determine this, it's going to be around seventy minutes. So we're going to know what Trump felt like. Um, yeah. And everybody was cracking jokes that Biden can last longer than thirty minutes, <laughs> like standing mm-hmm. up and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I seen, I seen a bit of it. I've seen, um, almost all of the Republican national convention as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I listened to more of the Republican national convention, like the first couple nights I turned it on, was watching it. You couldn't, Sydney can't handle it all the time mm-hmm. because a lot of it's, it, a lot of it is depressing on both sides. Like yeah. the stories they tell, it's like, it's not something that makes you happy because they're always yeah. like sad stories or something. So she can't even handle that at all. So I had to sacrifice and record it. So I haven't been able to watch all of it, <laughs> but uh, 
I do listen to the podcast every single day and I always hear about what was said, what's being told. And I get to hear parts of people's speeches and pretty much all the important parts, all the actual stuff that means mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And, and we were talking about this. One of the, one of the main points that one of our favorite podcasters love to have him on the show one day, uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> uh, one thing that he was discussing, which, we both agree. I think he's absolutely right on this. He hit the nail on the head. Um, how at the Democratic National Convention, not once did they mention anything about uh, the protesters or the rioters and looters that are all going out and you know causing all sorts of mayhem and chaos. Um, and that was something that Trump certainly addressed um, and at least had the backbone to 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 mention it to. And in the process, I believe he called out Biden and he was like, you know, they. They're not even going to talk about it on their convention, but, oh my gosh, that's the worst Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, it's going to be huge. Um, but yeah, he, he even called out Biden, you know, and he's like, you know, they're, they're not even going to mention this, but we will. We'll bring it up and we, we certainly do not stand by them. We, we condemn them for their actions. And I think that's big. I think a lot of people, Democrats included, are wanting somebody to stand up and let them know how they're going to help solve this. And I think that that was a complete error um, on the democratic side of things to, to not even bring it up and offer a solution. Um, whereas Trump, you know, is trying to, he was sending in the national guard to, you know, a place to help them out. And he was calling in um, forces to like Minnesota. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I think that that was certainly one of the bigger topics that, that you could bring up. Uh, from that, and I, I think he did a great job with it. Yeah, no, he definitely did. Um, yeah, that's that was what going on right then and there. I mean, actually, it was going on even more fresh when the Democratic convention was. So mm-hmm. it's it crazy how they didn't talk about it. Although they probably recorded their freaking little Skype videos that they did like weeks before. <laughs> So, I mean, who knows? I'm sure some of them were right away. Um, either way, you should definitely address what's going on. It only makes sense, too, since all this is chaos is really happening at all the Democratic-run states and cities. So, it's a little obvious. I mean, it's, you, it's coming somewhere. Did you hear, on, uh, Ben was talking about this on his podcast, it was a Democratic candidate um, from Tennessee, Memphis, Uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but he actually, he spoke out about this and he, he gave an address and he's like, we need to condemn these, these protesters, (laughs) (laughs) new word, Uh, these protesters and rioters and and, uh, looters. We need to condemn them for what they're doing because it's not right. And we need to stand up on it. And uh, the, he was kicked out of the democratic party and they told him that he has to run as an independent now. Um, so it's interesting because you're even seeing some Democratic people in Congress and in, in local state governments um, speak out on this and, and just getting severe backlash from it. You know, and it's again, I think that it was a missed point. I certainly think that they they should have addressed it. Um, and I think the polls are showing it. You know, now now the polls are showing that, that Trump is, is certainly gaining more traction and, and favor. Um, in places that previously Biden had kind of a stranglehold on. So um, I'm happy for it. 
But, you know, when you when you hear about somebody who comes out after his wife speaking, saying, and I'm Joe Biden's husband, I, I mean, it's, it's hard not to think that this guy might not know what he's talking about, let alone know what city he's in. Um, yeah. And, and I think we talked about this before, but it killed me when he tried uh, stating the Declaration of Independence, literally like the, the most prominent first line of, you know, all men are created equal with unalienable rights. And when it came to God, the creator, I forget what he said, but he didn't, he didn't want to say God. And then he said like the creator and he's like, well, you guys know, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like (laughs) he always says, he doesn't finish what he's saying. Yeah. Well, well, you, you know, you know what, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I I actually know some people (laughs) like that too, that are like, I don't know if it's part of their sense of humor, but they'll like start a sentence and never finish it. And it's so annoying. It's like, hey, man, dude, the other day I went to the store. (laughs) Yeah, go on. Oh, and and it took half an hour. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Worthwhile. Yeah. Although those are that would have those are all those are all like those are all like distractive people is what that is. (laughs) The ADHD people. (laughs) It is. Yeah, those are distracted people. He's just he literally starts talking and then completely forgets what he was talking about. (laughs) Doesn't know how to recover from it. And it kills me because there's prompters, right? There's teleprompters. Mm -hmm. You just have to follow it. Like it's (laughs) anybody without public speaking, you know, um, experience or anything like that if you're reading off a a teleprompter obviously you're probably going to be a bit nervous however if you're in a position and if you're running for something like this speaking has to come naturally to you it can't be something that you're dreading and that you're like oh well i don't want to say the wrong thing um and yeah that that's one of the struggles but one of the the main things and this is actually my favorite point of the entire thing was when Trump attacked the the democratic agenda not necessarily about how they're using what's going on right now against republicans and how everybody who it's just interesting but i i loved how he tackled the the democratic agenda and how he he brought it to light and was i i think that that was again another high note if not the favorite part of of his address for me um, because it's true. You know, there, there's a lot of topics that a, they're either not willing to cover or condemn for that matter, or B, you know, they, they just, they, they blame everything on, on <laughs> white supremacy, Trump supporters, mm-hmm. fascism, all these things, how, how capitalist societies are, are tearing up the world and um, how uh, one, one of Ben Shapiro's most promising statements that you will always hear him talk about is how uh, America is systematically racist. Um, and, and like, that's just what you hear. And, and it's, I, I love that. Yeah. I, I think that Trump killed it. Now, did I think he needed to go 70 minutes? No, heck no. I, I, I also agree that it was longer than it should and could have been. Um, but with that being said, I mean, it's, it's certainly a Trump thing to do that if you go up for 30 minutes, he's, he's doubling it. He's, he's trying to show the people that he can still last. He can still do what he told us he was going to do. Um, you know, but at, at times it did seem a little state of the union with, uh, mm-hmm. the accolades. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but you know, I did notice and a lot of times he does that to like make himself better. Mm-hmm. Like he always beats records and all that stuff. But a lot of times he, he, he used to say, like, with me, with me, me, me. 
but he he kept saying we and us as a nation mm-hmm. like that we will overcome this better than ever mm-hmm. like he didn't just say that he would mm-hmm. he said all of us will um and that's where a lot of people don't like trump and they have a point i mean it's hard to argue it sometimes when they say he's just about himself i don't think so just because of the agenda and what he's actually done and kind of what he plans to do it's beneficial for everyone in america mm-hmm. there hasn't been anything he's done that wasn't beneficial for anyone it doesn't matter what side you're on everything he's done has been beneficial nothing's hurt you mm-hmm. at all everything's been beneficial the only thing that's been hurting is the illegals they're not supposed to be here anyways they have they can be here they're welcome to be here they have to get here the right way that's mm-hmm. the difference but people don't like because they think that it's always about him and that's their biggest that's what it is. That's their biggest thing, and they don't want to think that it's <clears throat> not only about that. Yeah, he has that tendency, but it's not only about that. Yeah, and, and honestly, if you if you look at it, I mean, part of the reason why he says, I, me, uh, you know, it's he's wanting to go for re-election. He's wanting you to know that he helped institute and, and start some of these things um, that, that he put into place. And so um, I can I agree. I see why. I can see why he would say it. I think he's better off saying we trying to, to keep us united. Um, but when it comes time for election year and, you know, things uh, going, going awry, he's obviously going to say that, yeah, he was a part of it. He helped get that change, which he's not wrong, but um, it was a collective effort. And, you know, and I'm sure that behind the scenes, you know, if he's talking to, <laughs> Democrats specifically, he's going to be, he's, he's egging them on by saying, I, you know what I mean? I think it's more mm-hmm. too of like a, like a, Hey, this is, I'm going to do this. Cause I know it's going to get under your skin. I did this. I did this. So, um, and that's, that's kind of who he is, but I agree. Yeah. It, it, it's certainly beneficial to, to loop everybody in. Uh, it's not, I mean, our system, our government's not built for one party, one person to rule it all. Um, there's a system of checks and balances for a reason. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to include everybody because I mean, frankly, I don't care who the president is Democrat or Republican. If they tell you they can go in and get things changed, it's just not going to happen. Not everything that they promise is going to get changed because you need votes. You have vetoes. You have to have the Senate vote, the house vote. There's a lot of these processes that have to, you know, come through for something to be passed into law or whatever. And um, the system's built that way. So one person doesn't have enough power to, to go through and do things. Now, obviously there's executive orders, which um, much like many presidents, Obama abused at the end of his term. Um, but I, I, I love it. I think that uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast started if it's a mail-in vote where people have to, you know, submit, they don't want people standing in line. They don't want people voting at the booth, uh, which is funny because we can protest and that's not a big deal. But um, we, if it's a mail-in vote, I think it's going to favor Biden. I just think that there's going to be some behind the scenes uh, trickery and um, manipulation. But if, if we're allowed to, to go and vote and stand and vote and, um, things like that, which we should be able to, I think Trump's going to win it so long as, uh, so long as he keeps it up and doesn't say or do anything offensive. Um, I, I think he's got it, which I'm excited for. 
Yeah, it's <clears throat> there's a lot of people that are doubting. I know for sure some Trump supporters are like, you really think that he's going to win? And you get that feeling that, no, just because how loud the left is and mm-hmm. how much you see, but no one's asked me, no one's asked you. Like, the quiet people are the ones <laughs> who are going to vote for him, mm-hmm. and they don't have to yell and share everything and be all about social media and... and not celeb all pretty much most of the celebrities are all democrat and they're obviously into the public and always talking so i think that people are going to be surprised again that there's going to be a huge majority voting for trump i actually think there'll be more voting for trump this time because he stood by everything he said and now he's just continuing on with his promise whereas before he was trying to pitch to everyone that he can do this and he will do it yeah. he's proven that he has and he will and there's nothing else you can say at that point i mean (laughs) it is it is what it is that's the reality of it that was his his biggest downfall before the first election is he didn't have a track record and Mm -hmm. uh, now having that yeah i I certainly think that that's going to help some voters we've talked about this too traditionally younger people too tend to uh certainly be more democratic than conservative we are we're the unicorns of, uh, of yeah. our political agenda. Not only is there very few young Republicans, but there's very few young conservatives, um, even less so. So, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's interesting to me. I, I think, I can see why the concern's there. I certainly can. Everybody's blaming coronavirus on Trump for some reason. <laughs> Everybody's blaming, blaming just a bunch of things on him that was like, yeah, he concocted this. And, and it's all his fault as to why things are not going the way that they should be. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that mindset. I, I, I hate the mindset. I actually really respected and liked how he, when it first came out, when it was first starting to be a thing, I actually thoroughly, the conservative side of me, loved what he did in saying, all right, each state's going to do their own thing. Uh, because that's really what we should be doing, right? The states have the power to make their own choices, uh, unless something is extremely out of hand or, you know, needs federal regulations, I think a lot of things could be solved within the state itself. I don't think that you necessarily need the federal government to be there to tell you what to do. Um, so I was I was a huge fan of that. Now, at some point, should he have stepped in and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. This isn't changing. A lot of things aren't helping. Maybe. But I am a huge fan of how he initially started it off because I, I believe that more things should be that way. Honestly, um, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm I'm, I'm certainly going to be voting, <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be good for us. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, <clears throat> so, have you heard anything about the mail in there? Like, are they like? What I'm trying to understand is it's fine. It is what it is. People can mail in their votes, but are they like not allowing people to vote in person at all? So I think a lot of places are still <clears throat> determining um, for not not just because of coronavirus, but for um, like protesting. I've, I've heard um, news stations and, and articles talk about how it might be a threat to have people go in and vote because of I mean, you just hear about some of the things that's going on right now about how you know places are being burnt down. What was the one church? It was like St. St. Mary's Church or whatever that they're talking about. They're going to burn down if. If something happened, I don't know. Yeah, um, the one in like oh, the one main one, yeah, that 
people have been having all kinds of crap. The one where Trump posted a picture in front of holding the Bible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I think it's. I want to say St. Mary's, but that could just be something around here that I'm just. That's like, like a uh, lot of names. <laughs> like yeah. might, that's a safe name. Like a lot of Catholic churches are named similar to that. Yeah, so there is, I actually, I'm, I'm looking this up right now. There's a couple of states um, <laughs> and purple from what I'm seeing. It says you can vote by mail only if you have a valid excuse. The question or the in parentheses, it says the pandemic doesn't count. And that's Indiana, <laughs> South Carolina, Tennessee, uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas has like a stripe through it. Um, so like, I, I think that that's part of it. Um, but in, in places that are, um, so there's a gray section that says everyone can vote by mail and ballots are automatically mailed to voters. Uh, that's a lot of the left-leaning states. So Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Hawaii, uh, Washington, D.C., New Jersey, and Vermont. Michigan right now, it says everyone can vote by mail and mail ballot applications are automatically mailed to voters. Um and then the other section is everyone can vote by mail, but nothing is automatically mailed to vote voters. Um, so it's, you can, you know, there's, there's an absentee ballot that you can. Um, you request. have to be out of the state for that though. Like that's the, that's what the problem is for well, some people. They don't understand the difference between absentee voting and voting by mail. This, absentee is like Trump. He is technically a resident of Florida and he lives in Washington, D.C. So to vote for Florida, he has to apply for an absentee vote. And obviously it's a little bit more secure because there's not as many. Mm -hmm. Well, in absentee ballots, I think they have to be signed by like a couple of witnesses or or notarized or something. Um, And you have to like include things in it, like an ID and whatever. But one of the things that uh, I'm reading on this says requesting an absentee ballot, ballot. Because of the pandemic, any voter can request the absentee ballot by using the physical illness or infirmity excuse. Um, You can download the absentee ballot application here. So it's interesting. There's, you know, some places have early voting. um, Like right now, let's see. So in Alaska, for example, it's going alphabetically, and I'm sorry. Uh, it says, so far, no plans to close polling places have been announced. So they, there should be in-person voting in Alaska. But you have to you have to check because some places it has been. Um, so like in California, it says counties have the option to consolidate polling places, but must maintain a ratio of one precinct per 10,000 voters. Um so it, it depends on the state. It depends on a couple of things. So just make sure, and this is something regardless of which side you stand, left, right, obviously, you know where we stand. Um, just make sure you know how to submit your ballot. If you, you know, plan on doing it in person or doing an absentee, just make sure, follow up, know when election day is. I don't know. I don't feel like I should be the PSA person for this, but I will be. Um, just know what you're doing when it comes to your state, because it is different uh, for states. Uh, in Michigan so far, no plans to close polling places have been announced, but I know that it's been talked about. So um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. 
We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be a disaster. Yes. Well, and in Michigan, uh, we already received our absentee ballot application. They, they mailed it to every person. And it's saying uh, any voter can request it in Michigan without an excuse. Did your dog get one? Not yet. I don't know if they know he's alive. <laughs> he was only given a year to live, but the poor boy has made it past. He's having a good life. Um, but yeah, so just just follow up with that. If it does change for state to state, uh, I'm just looking through some of these, and it's it's interesting. So know know where you stand, know where your state stands. But Austin, I hate to do this. It seems like we're just now getting started. Mm-hmm. But we're actually getting to the end of the podcast with this new format. Um, so um, let's go over right now. This might be like a three-part series to go over the conventions. I think so, yeah. Because <laughs> we really didn't talk about details. No. <clears throat> like there's no, some democratic details of what they talked about. I'd like to get in, but that'll have to be next time. Yeah, maybe next time we'll focus on the Democrat instead of us saying, oh, hey, we love the Republican, which killer. Loved it. Great job. Keep it up. Let's do it. Uh, let's go for the reelection um, four more years. But one thing that we've done that's a tradition that will not change because of this new format is things you love, things you hate. So uh, right now, what's some things you love? What's some things you hate? All right. <clears throat> so some things I love. So I got this new Samuel Adams mm. Jacko pumpkin ale. Mm. Um, I can't find it in draft. I think it only goes barely past Boston <laughs> when I looked up on the map. But I did find the bottle at one of the um, grocery stores here. So I know Michigan has it. My uh, cousin sent me a picture of it. That's how I found out about it. But, dude, huh. it's it's the best pumpkin beer I've had. Um, really good. So, yeah, I'm actually drinking that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something I love for sure. Um <clears throat> The thing that's things I hate. Um, I can't really <clears throat> think of. I guess I can think of stories. Democratic. Um, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that I mean, they honestly shot themselves in the foot. But either way, I hate how people assume things and don't get the facts first. Um, people need to just put their emotions aside and really look at the facts of situations instead of just literally going off your emotions because no one makes good decisions when they go off their emotions. Mm. Yeah. And you, you do need to stick to facts because (laughs) we both know the saying, I'm not going to say it. It's not ours. (laughs) Um, But you know, facts, they, they don't lie. Um, And, and that's really, you need to know what's going on. You need to know what you're talking about. Um, and so really, I encourage you to look into some of the things that people are protesting and see why they're protesting, if it's actually a valid reason or if there mm-hmm. was actually concern um, and done correctly. Um, for yeah. me right now, uh, some of the things that I love is um, Crystal and I actually just got we bought a new bed set um, that had like a dresser, a chest, a bed um, and like I like the first mattress I bought was like a cheap little $200 mattress. Uh, but we bought a memory foam one and it certainly feels like you're laying on a cloud, but we got like a headboard now and a footboard it took me six hours on Saturday 
to put it together, move it in the room, move everything out of the room. Crystal wasn't even here. Um, she was on like vacation. She went with her girlfriends out to a place. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving this bed right now. This bed, we, we bought like nice sheets, you know, high thread count sheets and like a nice comforter. And boy, I can tell the difference. I wake up in the morning feeling energized. Um, so I'm loving that right now. One of the things that I hate right now is mowing the grass. Now this is going to sound stupid, but my mower has been blocked off for a number of weeks due to us having just way too much stuff to throw away. Um, and so I, I haven't mowed in like three weeks, which is terrible. And our grass is getting huge. And I hate being like that neighbor, <laughs> you know, that's like, all right, man, cut your grass. But it's been like that for like the, this time. I, I can't, I, I, but then it's like, I hate mowing the grass. Like, it's not something that I enjoy. Even if I put on like headphones and listen to something, I just, I don't enjoy it unless it's sunny out and I'm like getting a tan and it's like a, a multi experience of like, yeah, I'm cutting the grass. I'm also getting a tan. I'm also technically working out a little bit. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, so I, I hate mowing the lawn cause I know that I'm probably going to have to do that tomorrow. Um, but before we go, another tradition, Austin, why don't you tell people where they can find our podcasts? Yeah, so I was just going to cut it loose, but uh, <laughs> you can find our podcast at literally any of the popular podcasts, um, apps, um, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker app. Um, I know Google has its own little thing as well, but if you have an iPhone, it's already downloaded on your iPhone. Just down, just get it, go to the Declamation of Independence, and subscribe. And it'll mm-hmm. automatically download to your phone so you don't have to use your data when you are in the car listening. And we do have a Facebook page as well that you can reach out to us at. Usually we post some questions every now and again. Um, and also feel free to reach out to us at declamationofindependence at gmail.com with any questions or any topics that you would like us to address. And we will certainly go through and address them. Uh, but until next time, Democrats, you are safe until two weeks from now when we lay into you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.